Welcome to the Grow Your Business for Good show. This is a place where coaches and consultants gather so you can learn how to lead a world-class business that does not tax your time, your energy, or your financial resources. We are your hosts, M. Shannon Hernandez. And Amy Hager of the Joyful Business Revolution. And our number one goal is to bring you clarity and insight on how to grow your business for good. Before we jump into today's episode, we want to invite you to join us in the Content Personality Club. In this club, we help coaches and consultants attract your perfect fit clients. Here's what we know. When you tweak and enhance your messaging, or maybe even overhaul it, your business is going to get a whole lot better. If you are experiencing any of these specific problems in your business, we want to help you. Number one, you publish content via email or social media, but it doesn't consistently convert to new clients, nor does it have the fire, flair, and feel you desire. Number two, if you're spending lots of time launching and reworking your offer, but you don't have the number of clients you think you should based on all of your hard work, Or number three, you have spent money on ads and or copywriters in the past, but none of it worked like they said it would. Then we've got great news for you. Join us in the club where you'll learn how to leverage your content personality to create magnetic messaging. Because when your messaging is working, it does 90% of the heavy lifting for you. Visit www.contentpersonalityclub.com to join now. In today's episode, we are diving into the second type of content in your messaging ecosystem. Remember, there are six types of content, and when they are working for you, they do the heavy lifting of marketing and selling. Today, we're going to be talking about all about thought reversal content. The purpose of using thought reversal content is to change the beliefs of your prospective clients, beliefs that they often don't even know they have. Personally, I find this one of the most tricky yet satisfying forms of content to create. And when you nail it, it does the job of showing your future clients the blind spots and outdated beliefs that they didn't even know that they were holding on to. So I want to just open up today for a question for you. How might shifting beliefs in your future clients beliefs they don't even know that they have because they think they are truths help position you as the reason for them to hire you. So Amy, this is a really juicy Hmm. episode today. (laughs) It is. So think about how shifting beliefs in your future clients' beliefs, they don't even know that they're having right? Those like subconscious things that they're probably feeling, but they're not able to really connect that dot and then help position you as the reason for them to hire you. Ooh, I like this one. Got to break that question down. It's a, there's a lot of beliefs in that question. There's a lot of beliefs. Here's what we all know. Um, Even, you know, if you're into self-development and you're, you're aware of what's going on in your industry, we still believe things that are beliefs, but we hold them as truths and Mm -hmm. they, they like run in the background, right? Of the decision-making process, right? I can give a a brief example before we jump in, just something super 
rele relevant to everyone. A great example would be um, for years and years and years, we were all taught that in order to lose weight, you need to exercise and you need to cut your calories. Mm. And so we bought into that. And while that may be true, there's other things that might be going on. There's hormonal things, there's food intolerances, there's um, maybe some hereditary stuff, right? Um, I know that, you know, in the past uh, year, I've lost 25 to 30 pounds. And what did I do differently was I worked out in a different way. The running just wasn't doing it anymore. I did not change what I what I ate to lose this weight. I changed how I worked out specifically. I hired a trainer and we added the weights in. And that is actually what helped. I also had a hysterectomy, you know, a few years ago. So, you know, there was just a lot of other stuff. And when I knew I kept hitting that wall, I had to change what I believed about weight loss hmm. in order to actually be in the shape that I wanted to be in. That makes a lot of sense. And I know that like many coaches and consultants think that the teaching of the how-to content, like tutorials that really give the solution to the problem is going to land them clients. And that's the old outdated belief that we've been listening to. So just like we thought you had to cut calories and run to lose weight, and that was the only way to do it. That's kind of what we're showcasing here is the whole outdated way of teaching how-to content in order to land clients. And so you must add value really though, before anyone will buy. And the way you best know how to add value is to teach, teach, teach. So because we believe that the more we share, the more we prove value, and the more people will see how we can help them, we continue to create how-to content for social media and for our webinars and our workshops and you know, even falling into coaching instead of selling, selling in our sales conversations. And so it's just been so deeply ingrained to us to do the how-to, the coaching. And so when we stopped doing that specifically in our sales conversations and in our training and really focused on connecting the dots of the value that we bring to help people get the results that they want, that's when people were enrolling off of a workshop. So instead of teaching them how to write their bio or how to whatever it is, that little micro content piece that we were teaching them, people weren't raising their hand and saying, oh, I want to sign up now to do the rest of it. They were coming back to us and saying, well, I need to do this first. I need to implement what you just taught me first. And that is a, the first red flag that I will say, if any of you are listening today and you have prospects saying to you, I need to implement what you taught me first, and they are prospects and not paid clients, you're over teaching. And then in the sales conversation, when we were really focused, I would go into coaching instead of keeping my sales hat on during that whole sales conversation. And can, when we continued to do that, again, I was getting at the end of those soulful sales. Well, they weren't soulful, those sales conversations of, oh, I need time to think about this. I need time to implement this. And so when we stopped coaching in our sales conversations, no teasers, you don't need to see my brilliance. You're not paying for my brilliance yet. 
when we converted it to our sales soulful sales conversations and stopped presenting, that's when we started to close. So there's two places, your lead gen and your sales conversations. If you're teaching and doing the how-to and people are saying, I need time to implement, that's a clear trigger that you're, you're giving too much. Yeah. And you can even go back and look over previous content. If you are giving solutions, people are never going to pay you. Why okay. would they? right? Why would they pay you if you can just, they can get solutions for free? This is one of the biggest things that we really have to help people with because it's been ingrained in us that we must prove we're worthy and we know what we're doing in order for people to, to partner with us in order for people to hire us. And so there's a lot of coaches and consultants who just continue to overteach and they don't have the business that they want. Right. Right. The flip side is one of the greatest ways that you can add value to your audience and community is content that frees them from the thoughts that are keeping them stuck. And that is the thoughts that are holding them hostage from their new level of success. Yeah. Right. And so this is why this is called thought reversal content. Okay. Because the thoughts that they currently have are the untruths or the norms in the industry or the subconscious beliefs that they hold as true for themselves. And when you are skilled at creating thought reversal content, you will begin to shift perspectives of your ideal clients and free them from the prison of their own thoughts that are keeping them stuck. And that is service at its highest level, right? Service at its highest level is exposing people to the beliefs that are keeping them stuck So they can say, oh my God, that (laughs) makes sense. And I never thought about that before, right? So you can give the biggest aha to your future clients and help them see how to shift their own perspective so that they open up to new levels of success that they didn't even know were so easy to achieve when you decide to show up in thought reversal content rather than how-to content. And this is why we're so passionate about helping our students and our clients learn how to create thought reversal content regularly. We must reach the sub-level, the subconscious level of thoughts that are running all the shows in our brains and in the brains of our clients, Hmm. all right? So Amy is actually going to read for you today one of the highest performing thought reversal pieces that um, I have written, right? And I I am going to be very honest with everyone. These are not easy to create. And if I spent more time creating them, we'd probably have an even more successful business, right? Um, So maybe, Amy, that should be a goal for us for for (laughs) a thought reversal piece every single week, right? Right. Um, So as Amy reads this piece, all right, I want you to listen for these three things. What is the false problem that is perpetuated in the coaching and consulting industry? I want you to listen for that. What is the real problem that I suggest instead? And this is what the subconscious has probably buried. And what evidence do I provide that suggests you might need to reverse your thoughts or beliefs so that you can shift perspectives and get unstuck? All right. So what's the false problem? What's the real problem? And what's the evidence I provide that may just be, listen, y'all, you all might have a content orgasm. 
in about one minute. Just going to put it out there. If you don't know what that is, it's that big gush of, oh my God, I hadn't thought about that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Love it. All right. So here we go. Well, someone in this industry needs to say it. What if you do not have a money mindset problem? Whoosh. Did you feel that? If so, consider this. Aligned messaging and joyful marketing have chained, changed lots of my clients' business. It's easier to buy into the myth of money mindset and to keep spending money on it than it is to dig in and do the work of messaging and marketing. I know this problem well. I bought into it for far too long. And money mindset wasn't my problem at all. In fact, I, when I started making money in my business, because I drove people through better messaging and more aligned marketing, my mindset was just fine. And so was my money. Do you continue to think you have a money mindset problem because you can't seem to attract enough clients or can't seem to convince them when they're in a sales call? What if you didn't have a money mindset problem at all? I'm not a betting woman, but I will, but I would be willing to bet that if we helped you with your messaging, it would solve three problems. One, you'd land clients. Two, your confidence would increase. And three, so would your bank account. Please be careful about the thoughts you continue to believe. So many coaches and consultants have been marketed to about the money mindset, and they are spending too much time solving the wrong problem. Let's connect and make sure you are indeed solving the right problem in your business. Feel free to reach out to me in Messenger. Beautiful. Beautiful. (laughs) So Amy, just from just from like an outsider who's seen this published, right? And kind Mm -hmm. of seen the reaction before we kind of go into a debrief of it. um, Why do you think this is so powerful, particularly in our industry? Um, Because we frequently try to solve the wrong problem. And a lot of times when I do sit in these salesful, soulful sales conversations with people, the problem they originally come to that conversation with isn't actually the problem. And through that conversation, we dig deeper and we really, really find that. And a lot of it is because of the way they were brought up, the way they've ran their business, the the things they're hearing, hearing from around us, right? And so I do think this money mindset, when you're not getting clients, is a I quote unquote, cover up problem Mm -hmm. to messaging, not being right and aligned and attracting your ideal clients, not your mindset. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, the interesting thing is, is I do want to say some people actually do have a money mindset problem. Oh, totally. Totally. Yes. <laughs> so notice in this, we, we believe in kind, positive messaging here. I didn't say everyone, Yeah. you know, their problem is messaging and marketing, but I would say about eh, 90% of people in our world, once mm-hmm. we get their messaging and marketing working, they're not thinking about their money mindset anymore. Yeah. 
It's not, or they have a new money mindset problem. For example, we have a client who's, you know, hitting close to 10K months. Now her money mindset, right? Before when she came to us, she thought she had a money mindset problem. It was a messaging problem. All right. We got the messaging and the marketing working. And now she has a new problem, which is how am I going to continue to grow this without burning out? Mm -hmm. And she's looking at it in terms of how do I grow my money without burning out? Right. But sometimes she falls into the trap. Well, that's how she's looking at it. The trap is the next best step for her is actually how do I grow my business without burning out? Not how do I grow my money? She has a belief that the more money she makes, the more she's going to have to work. Exactly. Right. But we know because we help people through all stages of business at nowhere in this journey, is it you work more, you, you make more money except that's what we've all been raised with, right? That's what we've been told. Okay. So let's just do a little recap. The false problem. Let's see if you are able to pick this out. The false problem that's perpetuated is you have a money mindset problem, right? It, it, you hear it everywhere. Well, you can't, you have problems receiving. Um, You don't, you know, you, you can't hold on to money. Um, you don't know how to make the money. You don't know how to keep the money. This is a money mindset problem. You keep reaching your income ceiling because you don't believe you're worthy of the money. All right. While some of that may be true, what we have found most often is that that is not true. So the real problem we suggest here is that you have a messaging or marketing problem, (laughs) right? But because you hear about money mindset so much, you have an untruth right? Or a norm, you think that, oh, this must be my problem. This money mindset thing must be my problem. And so what do you do? You feed the truth. You go buy more coaching on money mindset, thinking that that's your problem. You work with a spiritual coach, you work with a money coach, you work with a confidence coach, whatever you want to call it. And you graduate and you still don't have the fucking clients. Yeah. This is where I get fired up and people know this. All right. So you're not solving the right problem. If you really are an implementer, and I believe most of us are, we're in this to like grow our businesses, right? You pay the money, you do the work, and it does not solve the problem. You are solving the wrong problem. Okay. And so what did I suggest that you might need to reverse your thoughts or beliefs on? Quit telling yourself you have a money mindset problem and actually invest in messaging that lands and marketing that converts. That is the thing that's going to shift your perspective. First, you'll be like, oh, I don't have a money mindset problem. I have zero problems making money (laughs) when my stuff lands, right? (laughs) And number two, oh shit, now I'm making 10K months. Now I have a new problem. How do I scale this without working anymore, right? So you have to be careful of this. And this is the point of thought reversal content. It, It is carefully crafted with a thought that needs reversed and it is engineered to one, not make people feel bad about themselves. Nowhere in that did we shame and blame anyone. Right. Okay. But what it does is it makes people stop the scroll or read the email three times and really say, gosh, maybe that is what's going on. Yeah. It's powerful. It's powerful content to create. Right. 
So this wraps this episode today on thought reversal content. Join us for our next episode where we will dive into direct offer content. This is my favorite time, (laughs) right? This is the type of content that makes a very direct offer to work with you. And I'll tell you something, most coaches and consultants shy away from this type of content. And it is an important part of your messaging ecosystem because it helps you sell your services and offers directly without beating around the bush. Thank you for listening to the Grow Your Business for Good podcast with your hosts, M. Shannon Hernandez and Amy Hager. Head over to www.joyfulbusinessrevolution.com slash quiz to take the content personality quiz and join our community. And remember our mantra, if it ain't joyful, we ain't doing that shit. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the show, leave a review and spread the good news with other coaches and consultants.